G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Fruity's Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style talking the uh, my May my overview of 2021. How are you, mate? Yay! We can talk some Aussie wrestling. Mate. Yeah, yeah now all I need is a, a little Jack Russell animation chasing a blue logo and a guy in a powered uh, recliner driving down the street with an esky. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is funny because um, we talk about mate and May and all that sort of stuff. My parents' Jack Russell's birthday is May 8, so that sort of ties everything together. <laughs> mate! Ah, <laughs> oh, is that a puppy of the famous Patch? No, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. I wish. I wish. Oh, man. Did I ever tell you the story that we actually... Well, I bought Cadis. Uh, so he could be like Patch's new best mate towards the end of Patch's run. And Patch uh, died like the day after I ordered Ketis. So oh, that was oh. like, it was real sad because I, I wanted Patch to have a friend. Yeah. Yeah. But but now we're, I got his ashes right near us. Me and Dad split the ashes and... I always say good day to Patch every now and then. Now, is he seen the office? Uh, he's in the lounge room. Ah. Yeah, right right next to Lola's little tribute. Ah, very good. Yeah. Wow. All right. We've already digressed. Let's talk about Aussie wrestling. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose we can uh, talk about uh, Aussie wrestlers overseas if you want for a quick minute. Let's talk about some Aussie wrestlers overseas because there's a few on the market now. Yeah, uh, I suppose it's been a little while since we've touched on the Aussie news on this show. So uh, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce uh, released in April and then Buddy Murphy released in May. All from, gone from the WWE. Yeah, like it, I've s- said it before, and it's like kind of bad to be happy for someone losing their job, but it's like, ugh, these guys are going to be so much better off. Like, they're going to get so much work outside of the WWE for sure. I think yeah. we'll see the best of all of these people. I I agree as well. I think. The best is yet to come for them. Uh, and we already touched on where we think a few of them will go. Um, so the Iconics, I think, impact. And if they do have that working agreement still to come in AEW, that'd be good for them. Impact, I think, is a better fit for them as uh, women's wrestlers. Division. And yeah. they have a, they already have an established women's tag division. Yeah. Uh, Buddy, I think it'd be a good fit for like a a Ring of Honor if he's coming home because we've seen the Ring of Honor wrestlers all wrestle Melbourne City Wrestling. Or uh, he could come home, try for a New Japan contract like a Robbie Eagles, like a uh, Mikey Nichols, um, 
Yeah, I think he'd be a really good fit in those two companies with his uh, the style he works. AEW would be good, but they've got so much talent, he'd be lost in the shuffle there. Yeah, yeah. he. I feel like if he showed up at AEW, he would be perceived as less than by the AEW fans just because of how he's been portrayed on the in the past on national television and perhaps his best option is to sort of do the rounds on the independence and, you know, make a few appearances here and there at your ring of honors and your impacts and really get some momentum going before he even tries to sign a long-term contract, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, other than the, uh, two Aussies I mentioned with New Japan, the three Aussies with Ring of Honor being Slex, Kellyanne, and Adam Brooks all back in MCW. What other Aussies do we have overseas at the moment, Alex? Uh, who is over there at the moment? Oh, uh, we got, oh, I guess Robbie Eagles isn't over there <laughs> in Japan. Uh, who's in Japan? Oh, my God, you put me on the spot. Jags over there. Hartley Jackson's over there. That's fresh on my mind. Yeah, we, we were talking about him recently when we uh, started talking about uh, the mighty don't kneel. Yeah. Um, Is uh, Australian suicide still over in Mexico? Or did well, he, he come home during the pandemic? No, he's definitely over in, like... America or Mexico, one of the two, because he did a few appearances for Dark as well, like during the pandemic. Yeah, I noticed that, but I wasn't sure if he returned home or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like if he returned home, he definitely would have showed up on a show somewhere in Australia and it probably would have been a pretty big deal and we definitely would have heard about it. Just like the Aussie Open thing. Yeah. Um, Which, I, that's probably a segue <laughs> right now. Yeah, we can touch upon that if you like. Uh, for those who don't want to know, uh, tune out for two minutes. <laughs> okay, go. Well, Aussie Open are going back to England. Yeah. They're going back to Rev Pro, I believe. Uh, RevPro or Progress? I can't remember. Pretty sure it's RevPro. I'm pretty sure Progress is done. No, they're running under, like, a new logo, new colour scheme, new modelling. Oh, okay. It's still around, but um, they're pretty much not what they used to be because of NXT UK and other things. But, uh, yeah, Aussie Open uh, returning to the UK. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was RevPro anyway, because I remember like seeing the logo and thinking, oh, perhaps this means that they might end up in New Japan at some point. And that's where their RevPro is affiliated with New Japan, if I'm correct, right? Uh, yeah, RevPro is the current European partner of New Japan. Yes, and uh, Aussie Open are incredible talents. Um yeah, and they're, uh, spoiler, spoiler, skip 10 seconds, there's a quick little button. Uh, Aussie Open are the current PWA tag champs, so they're going to do a f- fatal four-way match 
for Aussie Open's last match in Australia before heading back. And they have not announced who the opponents are yet. Uh, blacklist, blacklist. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it's almost too obvious that Aussie Open are going to drop the belts and they're going to take them with them. You think they'll take them? I think there's a good chance that they'll take the belts with them. We, oh. we, don't, we might not know... We don't know how long they're going to be gone for, you know? Uh, let's see. Yeah, here they are. Uh, Rev Pro champions for 50 days in 2019. Um, where are they? But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I, oh. they had themselves in a corner in a way, didn't they? If they had to put the belts on them, to be honest. They didn't have it. to. But once you booked them in a match against the champions, yeah, you sort of had to unless you were going to cheat your way out of it. I think, um, yeah, they're probably the most uh, buzzworthy people in your company at that point in time in PWA. Like, Aussie Open have really made a name for themselves all around the world, uh, putting the belts on them and having their name in your lineage adds a lot of credibility to your company. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, and like I said, like they could be going for a long time or they could just be going for a couple of months. And if they if they only go for like two, three months, they'll probably only miss like two, three PWA shows. And you can easily fill in that time without tag champs. I mean... They did for a lot of last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they went for most of last year without a... with pretty much just one champion on their roster in Jessica Troy, without UG, without the tag belts. Yeah. Uh, So... There's Progress's new logo. I'm not sure if you can see that top of the page. Yeah. Sort of moving to just a, a clean word logo, sort of like Impact, um, yeah. removing the old, I guess, eagle, bird. The whatever. last one, yeah, gave me serious, uh, how do I say this um, without being politically incorrect, uh, 1942 war propaganda vibes. With that eagle yeah, and everything. I, I yeah. got that, that sort of imagery too, but I took it to be like a London punk culture as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what they were going for, but it's the first thing that pops in my mind, especially like someone that doesn't live in England or Europe and you're like, here's this eagle. Yes, it's located in England. Mm. England, that eagle, what do you think of? Yeah. Anywho, uh, what other Aussies do we have overseas? We've got no one in Impact. Oh, no, Tennille's in Impact. Tennille's in Impact, yeah. Oh, she's doing some good stuff, just no one cares. Because it's Impact? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, I can't think of anyone in MLW. No, I don't think there is anyone. I think 
Actually, I think Australian Suicide's had a few appearances there as well. Good. Good for him. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Ring of Honor, we've already talked about. NWA. Uh, uh, no one. No one. And that would just leave WWE where... Who are we going on Raw? Anyone? On Raw? We, yeah, uh, there's this person by the name of Rhea Ripley. Don't know if you heard of her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She might be getting a bit of a shove on Raw. I don't know. Um, I think that's it on Raw, though. Yeah, and then on SmackDown, there's uh, old Slapjack. Slapjack, yeah, old Shane Thorne. Yeah, uh, but every, but all the Aussie talent is really in NXT at the moment, anyway. Uh, you got Brendan Vink, Bronson Reed, Daniel Vidal, uh, Grayson, Grayson Waller. Oh, he's in listed as uh, two hundred five live. Uh, same thing. <laughs> it is. It's it's like, like the velocity of NXT. Yeah. If he gets a title shot for the 205 Lives, like, championship, what's the name of the championship? Cruiserweight? <laughs> the NXT Cruiserweight title. <laughs> so, I say Alex doesn't NXT. like the little flippy guys. <laughs> no. No, I, I don't. Um, I, I want a 305 Live any day now. Give it to me. Yeah, you can have Pitbull be special... Uh, guest referee for that, Mister Three Hundred Five. Yeah, Mister Worldwide. <laughs> for for a second, I was like, "Oh yeah, come on, more, come on." I was like, "Oh no, not that pit bull, the other pit bull." <laughs> <laughs> sure, have him commentate a match with pit bull. Yeah, <laughs> pit bull and pit bull are commentary. Yeah, and uh, their security guards are Pitbull 1 and 2 from ECW and also Jamie Noble and Kid Cash, who had a short run in 2005 as the Pitbulls on WWE SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, Uh, my God. I need need to learn other information, not wrestling. (laughs) uh, In terms of the uh, women of NXT, uh, we've got... Dakota Kai there, who spent a lot of time in the Australian Indies. Uh, Indy Hartwell, who's current NXT Women's Tag Team Champion, along with Rhea, who's Raw SmackDown, uh, Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Tony Storm also in uh, NXT there. And uh, NXT UK, I'm just having a quick look over the the listed roster here. I can't see any... uh, Aussies or Kiwis that jump out at me here. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Grayson Waller. Your so, boy. Yeah. <laughs> My boy. Vado. <laughs> uh, Did Vado get released? Did he? Or has he got a new name? Because he's not listed on NXT, NXT UK, or the uh, Performance Center. Huh. Hang on, let's look it up. And then we'll get into some results. Gonna that be would, emotional. That would be uh, complete news to me. It says on his Wikipedia page that his current 
currently signed to WWE. Were, oh, okay. Look at that roster page again. Okay. And oh, see, that's... see if you can see someone named, uh, spelt X-Y-O-N Quinn. Oh, that's right. He changed his name. I forgot about that. Zion Quinn. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I- I'm surprised they haven't brought him in to do more, given I believe it's his Samoan heritage. Samoan? Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, representative, yeah, represents Samoa 10 times in uh, rugby league. Had a long stint in rugby league. Uh, three years at the Canberra yeah. two years at St. George Lawalla. Two years at Brisbane Broncos, a year over in the UK for the uh, Salford, and then back on the Gold Coast for a year before uh, leaving rugby league to sign for professional wrestling in uh, 2018. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know too much about rugby. I'm not the biggest supporter. Like I'll watch the occasional State of Origin game or whatever, but. Looks like he was pretty good at it, by the looks of things. Yeah, I think he won a junior uh, premiership, like an under-18s premiership, maybe. Yeah, there it is. Um, uh, Canberra National Youth Cup uh, team of uh, 2008-2009, including... Playing in the Raiders team that won the inaugural 2008 Toyota Cup against the Brisbane Broncos youth team 28-24. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good. Uh, what's that? An eight-year career, 124 games, 61 tries. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty good run for him. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Um, what other Aussies do we need to talk about? I think that's it at the moment as far as um our sort of Did we mention Steph Delander? No. No, we didn't. Oh my god. Chris, you're fired as host of this podcast. Bring in Warwick. <laughs> Did they misspell her name on this Wikipedia page? No. That's her uh, birth name. They just haven't given her her WWE name yet publicly. Mm. So for all intens- all intensive purposes, it is still Steph Delander. I wonder if they're if they're ever actually going to do anything with the Rock's daughter that's in NXT. <laughs> What's her name? Simone Garcia Johnson. Ah, well, how long has she been training there for? She's been there for a few years now. Oh, my God. She's that what? much of a nothing that uh, that um, you click a link and it just takes you straight to her dad's page instead. Yeah. February 2018, Johnson's daughter began uh, training at the Performance Center, making her the first fourth-generation WWE wrestler. Aren't all the dads in New Japan fourth-generation wrestlers? The dads. Yeah. Nagata, 
Aren't like some of them like fourth generation wrestlers? I don't think so. I think they call it like fourth generation because of the generations of strong style. It's like a really confusing thing they talk about sometimes in New Japan. Like the um, how the uh, was it like the eras over there are dictated by the emperor. Yeah. So it's sort of like that. This is this era how. WWE has the Attitude Era that's the shortest era in the company's history, but the most profitable in terms of like fan engagement and viewers and stuff. Yeah, it's all sort of like on the generations of New Japan. Uh-huh. So like, I think like Anoki's like first gen or whatever, and then like Yamuda's second gen and Yachono's... Chono's third, and I think, yeah, Nagata comes in at fourth or something like that. Oh, I miss Nagata. Bring Nagata back out on Dynamite. Yeah, do it. He had a no. banger, too. Who, who had that match in, um, was it Ring of Honor? Oh, um, it was one of Tenkozy, I'm pretty sure. Kojima? Yes, Kojima. Kojima had a match in, um, Impact, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, recently. That must have been it. Yeah, aren't uh, Ring of Honor doing nothing with that uh, partnership at the moment, it seems? It doesn't feel like they're partnered with them anymore. Uh, They might be, it just doesn't feel like they are. Yeah, and I guess the other thing too will be now that AEW is going back on the road, how much longer is this Impact partnership going to last how much longer is this new japan partnership going to last like are they because they've ended their agreement with um sorry ove yeah the company that had chima and the strong hearts yeah that sort of silently happened so i'm not sure if uh that was because new japan came in and that happened but um I, I doubt that has anything to do with it. I think it more so just had to do with the pandemic. Like, yeah. Like, those not, guys stuck over there and can't come over, so why in, are we... In China, too. Like, yeah. It's not going to be the easiest thing in the world to get people to fly in from China at the moment. Yeah. Uh, how else are Rock's daughter Simone, then? Wouldn't have a clue. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't and have And then her being a fourth-generation wrestler, wouldn't Natalia be a fourth-generation wrestler as well, technically? Uh, she's third. Didn't Stu... Stu's a, Stu's a first-gen. Oh, I thought his father trained him. No. Nah. Uh, so Stu was like sort of accidentally fell into the wrestling business and then, yeah. Yeah, I watched this documentary on Bret Hart from A&E that they did recently, which was really good. Hopefully one day it airs legally in Australia so you can watch it because you would love it. Their documentaries on Bret and uh, Mick Foley really worth checking out. Bret Hart is good. Oh, oh, yeah. The Ultimate Warrior one. Like, because uh, we had 
Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior, and then I think the other one they did was like Last Days of the Warrior on the network or whatever yeah, it was. This one actually touched on some of the controversial things the Ultimate Warrior said in the past, which was interesting. Oh, okay. Mm. So I wasn't expecting that, but uh, it's a bit weird that, where they're going with some of them. They, well... I have issues with the way they uh, tried to explain it. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior had been watching a lot of shock jock radio, so he just wanted to try to be like a shock radio kind of guy and just shock people with his words. He didn't really mean them. He was just trying to shock people. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah. are right. That um, Perhaps. <laughs> Stu is the uh, first generation then. Uh, all the uh, yeah uh, sons and daughters of Stu and Helen, including like uh, Brett Owen. Uh, yeah, did you Allie have any Natalia's mum? Yeah, did you have any idea that the Dynamite Kid is kind of a heart as well? Go on. Like he married Brett Hart's first wife's sister. Because uh, no, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. I didn't know that until the most recent Dark Side of the Ring episode on Dynamite Kid. Ooh, that wouldn't be a nice watch. A lot better than you would think. They okay. did a good jo- did a good job of um, trying to give things happy endings on this one, so you don't finish an episode feeling absolutely miserable about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Piper's apparently a cousin. Yeah. Jeez, what a what a interesting family what a tree that is. Family. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, there's Teddy. <laughs> he loves cats. Yeah. Who doesn't love cats? Anyway, that, we're going... that dude was signed to the WWE in like nineteen ninety eight. As a 16-year-old or something ridiculous. Like, uh, the youngest person ever to sign. Sent to train with Dory Funk Jr. Uh, however, was released due to alleged attitude problems. <laughs> alleged, it says here on the article. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that dude had... Got given so many opportunities, man. So many opportunities. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, what a complex family tree that is. <laughs> that's what I'm just trying to look at going, uh, sure. Yeah. There's, there's Tyson, who's married engaged. to Nat- Married? Married to Natty. Yeah, yeah. They've been married for a while now. Who's the. Natty, who's the daughter of Jim Neidhart, who married Ali Hart. Yeah, it's such a... <laughs> who's the daughter of Stu. So one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. The, then, oh, yeah. Then there's your Dean Hearts and your Ross Hearts and your Wayne Hearts and all that sort of stuff. Keith Smith. Keith Smith. Keith and Smith Hart, I should oh. say. Yeah. 
yeah. Um, it's weird to think like how much talent they have, and should we talk oh. about Australian wrestling instead of Canadian? <laughs> yeah, I just realised that. Just realised. Oh no, th- we're on the wrong episode here. <laughs> anyway. Maybe- Maybe one day we'll do a Canadian wrestling deep dive. <laughs> Call up some friends. Come on this Canadian podcast. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, now let's go. Uh, again, a fair bit happened this past month, but some of it still not on VOD. Uh, EPW out of Perth still doing regular events, still not on VOD uh, within a few weeks after. Yeah. Uh, MCW had no show this past month. Uh, Deathmatch Down Under, we have touched on on the R Block reviews. I think we went pretty we went pretty deep on that one too. So if you're wondering what our thoughts are on that, go into the archives, check that one out. Um. So that leaves uh, SPW over in New Zealand's not active at the moment <laughs> so of the big five mcw was on break spw of new zealand was on break epw had a show but we can't comment on because it's on the other side of the country and we weren't there so that leaves uh rcw out of south australia with one event and pwa black label with uh two events so let's get into it with uh the first of may for RCW number 224 in Hater We Trust. Singles match of Dean Brady defeats Caden Cornell. Then Jess, uh, Jensen Hunt with Down Under defeated Scotty Hartman. Adam Brooks defeat James Cray. Matt Hater's Freedom five-way match where Nick Armstrong defeated Katie Trey, Down Under, Kit Condor and Redshaw who had Jimmy C in Redshaw's corner. The RCW Women's Number One Contendership match of Amber Switch defeats Delta. A three-on-two handicap match of Havoc and Mike Boomer defeat the family. Eli Ferios, Gabriel Eros, and Tyler Daniels. And in the main event for the RCW Championship, Matt Hader, the champion, defeats Tony Toro. Your thoughts here, Alex? Yeah, I thought this was a fairly decent show. Um, I'm still struggling to get into Matt Hayter. Um, big shoes to fill, unfortunately, for him. Yeah. Um, I'm loving the progress of, like, the storyline progress of Havoc. I think um, I'm really excited to see Havoc and Matt Hayter go at it, and I think honestly would pull the pull the trigger on Havoc and put the belt on him. Yeah. Um, I think there's more money in a, a quick Matt Hayter title run and then a lengthy Havoc title run and eventually Matt Hayter gets it back. Yeah, I agree. Um, Amber Switch was pretty good. Uh, Delta's coming along a long way. And yeah, uh, Brooks, he had a really solid match against a good opponent. And that five way match was a good bit of fun for my liking. Uh, bit quick, though. Bit quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
one complaint there, a bit of a, a rushed five by perhaps, but um really good show overall. Uh now the women's division we've got uh Amber Switch, I don't recall seeing her before, do you? No, no, I've never seen her before either. Um Yeah, she was very impressive to me. Yeah. So let's have a quick look here. Uh, matches. Uh, well, she has been on RCW <laughs> before. My wow. brain is just what? fried this morning. Yeah, well, hang on. She had a heap of matches in that one night. Maybe these are uh, like uh, live show I, matches. I don't. I don't think I saw whatever RCW homebrewed is. I think that's um from like the Adelaide show, maybe. Yeah, that makes more sense as to why I haven't seen this person. Uh, yeah, she's only been on one of the numbered shows. Yeah, seems. Yeah, well, it's good to see some new women in there. Now, the thing I was thinking about the other day, because you were mm-hmm. asking me about Lucille Brawl and we were saying, oh, there's not many um, superhero characters. Somebody needs to book Lucille Brawl versus Izzy Shaw. Oh, big time. <laughs> big Lucille time. comes out in like her green uh, superhero cape. Izzy Shaw comes out in some sort of cosplay superhero thing. I think it'd be a good match. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They're both very, very talented in ring, so it'll be good. Um, uh, now, this show, how many beers are you going? I'm going to give it three and a half. Uh, it was a very solid show, just not too much uh, out of the box or too memorable about it. It was just a very solid, good show. I agree. I'm going to say uh, four beers for myself. I thought it was a, a really good show. Yeah. From that, did you catch uh, PWA Black Label Oz Open versus the Velocities? I sure did. I wasn't going to miss this one. So we kicked off with Kai Drake. Uh, Kai Drake, who had Michael Spencer in his corner, defeating Jack Bonser with Kingsley in his corner. A freeway match of Matt Rogers defeating Backman with Jim Bro, Jesse, and Jack Payne in Backman's corner, and Belinda Pierce, who had Unsocial Jordan in her corner. A two-man rumble match of Big Fudge versus Concrete Davison went to a draw after 5.45. <laughs> then Matt Diamond defeated Lightbird Luigi via DQ. A six-man tag team match of Charlie Evans, Jessica Troy, and Ricky South defeating Cherry Stevens, Sam Osborne, and Will Kiedis with Don Marnell in Cherry, Osborne, and Kiedis' corner. Then... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, good boy. Then Mick Marie defeated Carter Deans. Unsocial Jordan with AJ and Belinda Pierce defeated Michael Spencer. And for the PWA Tag Team Championship, you already know the result. It is Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis defeating the Velocities. Jude London and Paris De Silva uh, in 37 minutes here. Yeah, wow. What a main event that was. 
yeah, uh, even got recognised by the Observer. It's got a four and three quarter star rating. Yeah, proof that this fight network thing is nothing but positive stuff for PWA and their exposure. Yeah, um, so the velocities at that point had been uh, had been champions for six hundred seventeen days. Um, a lot of last year, they did seem to be feuding on and off with MK Plus Ultra, where uh, Spencer, I believe, was the one who got injured a couple of times, and that match was postponed till the start of this year. Yeah, but at least they have been wrestling other people during that time as tag team champions. They're not like uh, some promotions where the champions, through no fault of their own, is sat on the couch for 12 months. Yeah. Um, Yeah, anything other than the main event that you want to touch on here quickly? Yeah, it's good to see some more Carter Deems. Um, With Wahlberg gone, Carter Deems is my now uh, de facto uh, default Wahlberg, so he's now officially an Alex Williams boy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, Fudge and Concrete Davidson had a lot of fun there. Um, Yeah, this was a really solid top-to-bottom sort of card. Uh, Matt Rogers and Backman getting in there trading blows with Bell Pierce was an interesting visual. Yeah, not yeah. sort of what I expected, but it was good. Yeah, definitely, and a really hot way to kick off the show with Kai Drake and Bonza. Um, best left at that. Uh, pretty confused with the direction of Liabird Lucci. I think with it being a DQ, it does set up for a return match, like, and they do like to protect Diamond being the leader of the Blue Nation. Yeah, I'm just going to have to quickly search something because I'm pretty sure I read something about either Matt Diamond being injured or possibly just giving it up. Okay. Um, yeah, while well, yeah. you search that up, uh, Lucci, winner of the premiership. So it's weird because as wrestling fans, you're so ingrained to believing a um, tournament means that you have a championship match. But with... Um, the PWA tournaments, it's not sort of the case where the um, the winner of Coliseum gets a sword, but they don't get a championship match, and the winner of the Premiership sort of wins this uh, summer tournament, but they don't seem to get a championship match. It's a it takes a um, uh, re-educating um, sort of re uh, re putting it out there for the uh, wrestling fans. No, this is what happens here. It's not like everywhere else that you watch where you win a tournament, you get a championship shot. Yeah. Uh, did you find anything? Yes. Uh, not a retirement. I must have misremembered that. But That's uh, good he, news. He tweeted out, hey, so unfortunately, six, 60 seconds into wrestling Aussie Open at uh, Prize Bulls on Parade, I think that's probably going to be covered on next month's show. Yes, it will. Um, I landed awkwardly and hurt my right knee. I saw my physio today, and it's a grade two MCL tear, so I'll be on the so I'll be on the sidelines for a couple of months. And I think is kind of underselling it there by saying a couple of months. Uh, I'm in good Ooh, spirits, so two. 
So don't feel too bad for me. I'll be back ASAP. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be a bit of a tough road to recovery, but all the best to Matty Diamond. Yeah. I hope it all goes well, uh, the the recovery and that for him. Yeah, 60 seconds into the match, and I didn't even notice it. I've already watched that match. <laughs> so I might go. go back and just uh, re-watch that and see if I can pick that up. And yeah. if I do, I probably hope that I don't pick it up, <laughs> if it is as bad as he says. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to touch on the main event then before we move on? Oh, it was just everything that you sort of expect from two incredible tag teams. The Velocity's the best tag team in the country, probably. Um, maybe the Perea have something to say about that. But um, And then Aussie Open, the most successful Australian tag team to have made a name for themselves outside of the country at this in this current... Uh, in this current climate, but yeah, these these two teams just tore the house down. Thirty six minutes that felt like ten. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, really good showing here by um both teams. Um, highlight of the night without doubt. Uh, thumbs up. Highly recommend this match. So, uh, how many beers, kind sir? Yeah, four and a quarter from me. Hmm. I feel like that that main event was really good. Um, the I'm rest is games. Come on, man! Is good for a PWA show. I'm going to say four, four beers. Yep. Okay. Uh, from there we go to the da, 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 da. go to the. Uh, the ninth of the fifth for FWA Road to Glory, uh, probably one of their last shows via Sports Flicks Global as they're soon moving to uh, Fight TV as well. I don't know why I blanked on that. <laughs> so uh, I'm assuming you haven't watched this one. I have not. Yeah. Is uh, my boy on this one? We'll soon find out. <laughs> we have the Men's Road to Glory four-way matchup of Unsocial Jordan defeating AJ, CJ Phoenix, and Donnie Mako. A three-way match of Eric Fisher defeating your boy Fox <laughs> and Vinny Vane. I've seen Didn't Vinny you Vane. Vinny Vane once live in Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Women's Road to Glory three-way match of Savannah Summers defeating Izzy Shaw and Lucille Brawl. See, this is why I want a singles match. Yep. <laughs> FWA Women's Championship match of Zena, the champion, defeating Jay Dewhurst. Uh, a singles match of Sam Osborne defeating Backman. A no-holds-barred match of Five Star Flash defeats JXT in your main event. My boy. <laughs> My boy, yeah. Five Star Flash. No, no, I sent you the photo of him last month. Yeah, as Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bit cringe, bit cringe. Um, yeah, oh, that looks like a pretty fun card, though. Yeah, yeah, I really like um, FWA, what they're doing. They do have a lot of good um, 
women's wrestlers come through and work there and put on good matches. Um, that women's freeway with uh, Savannah, Izzy, and Lucille was a really good match. Um, yeah, all from out of state, actually, as well, now that I look at that. Uh, yeah. FWA being based in Sydney, you have Savannah and Izzy from uh, South Australia, most notably working with Wright City. And Lucille from Queensland uh, formerly spent a lot of time with the former AWA PWL uh, companies. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, a, a really uh, fun little uh, show. Uh, I'd say free beers. Yeah, definitely. That looks fantastic. Nothing, um, nothing uh, horribly bad, but at the same time, nothing out of this world that you have to go back and watch if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, from there, did you make time for Wrestle Rock Brewery Brawl 2? I completely forgot about this one. <laughs> I don't blame you. I think a lot of people did now that he... Um, the split between... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, MCW and Wrestle Rock has seemed to um, occurred. Yeah. Where they're not co-promoting anymore. Ruth Rock has taken away the Brewery Brawl show from MCW when they had it in 2019, and they were talking about doing another one in 2020, but the pandemic hit, so they had that uh, live watch-along on their Facebook instead of the previous years, Yeah, where Avery's on there and the Moondog uh, like one of the Moondog reps or owners is on there and Andy Coyne's on there and he's asking everyone, oh, what beer are you watching tonight? And the Moondog's guy's like, oh, I've got this Moondog beer. It goes really well with such and such for watching this show. And then Andy asks Avery and Andy, Avery's like, oh, I've got a Corona. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> totally undersells the sponsor. And also the... T- the timing on saying you've got a corona. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Um, yeah. Again, this is um, because they've split the MCW on demand now as well. It's uh, the newer shows go on MCW Encore and the old shows go in, oh, what is it, Australian Wrestling Network? Oh, okay. Because we're talking about this at the start of the year, how they're yeah on there now, and some other companies are on there, and so I don't know if that's to do with this ownership spill that seemed to um have taken place in uh, MCW, where they may have changed owners, and the previous group kept the BOD library, or yeah, I'm not too sure, because it is confusing to have these two brands so interlinked and buying advertising time and then all of a sudden here's Russell Rock over on PCW at the start of the year yeah. uh, buying advertising time, inviting them to the Russell Rock that year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Okay, so let's get down to it. There was Caveman Ugg defeating Mad Dog. Uh, a singles match of Afe Carver with Skylar Cruz defeats Cletus. Mitch Waterman defeats Lockie Hendricks. Aisha defeats Charlie Evans. Adam Brooks defeats Roy Chambers. And in the Wrestle Rock title Bastard Rules match, we had Gore the replacement for Cracker Jack, with Cracker Jack ringside as the champion defeating 
Richie Taylor. Okay. Well, now that I look at this um, card, there's still a lot of MCW people on this card. Yeah, so that's sort of... I mean... Yeah. Cava. So let's go through the, uh, the list here from the top to the bottom. You have Crackerjack, who isn't wrestling anywhere except here and MCW at the moment, mm. but is also appearing at places like Deathmatch Down Under. You have uh, Richie Taylor, who is working a bunch of indies, including Deathmatch Down Under. Or and Chambers. MCW. Mm. Royce Chambers, MCW, uh, over in um, uh, Wright City as well. Brooksy is over in Wright City and touring nationally on some independents and here. Yeah. Uh, Aisha's with uh, PCW of Melbourne. Charlie Evans with PWA of Sydney. And Waterman. Deathmatch, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Deathmatch. Uh, Waterman and Hendrix are pretty much only MCW guys and the smaller indies. Yeah. And uh, Kava and Skylar Cruz are pretty much MCW Academy people. Yeah. Uh, Cletus and Mad Dog, both long-time veterans of the Melbourne indie scene. And then Caveman Ugg was up in PWA, now down in um in uh, Melbourne. Yeah, at MCW. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much every... Every single match here has someone from MCW in it, except for Asia and Charlie Evans, actually. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know. It's it's just yeah, confusing as a fan to see things where sometimes stories would continue and sometimes they wouldn't and Yeah. Well, you know yeah. someone will be one character on one show and a different character on the other. Yeah, yeah, all that. And now it's um it's sort of um officially seems to be split off. So I'm not entirely sure what's going on there, but if I hear anything we'll um try to address it. Um as far as this went, it was a it was a fun little match, um fun little show, free beers overall I'd say. Yeah, definitely I agree. It looks like a good card. Um, from there uh, I guess you didn't have time for this but on the 22nd of May we went to TCW counterattack in Tassie running their second of three months in a row oh very good yeah usually they do um, once every two months so they've ramped up their schedule a little bit oh good for them again back in the um, the Launceston arena here only around 200 but they are the only promotion in Tassie. They are doing well, um, which is good. We just sort of keeping an eye on them, seeing how they're going. So we have for the Tasmanian Championship, Adrian Alexander with Aiden Sage in his corner. The champion defeats Liam Lacey with Zach Attack, uh, Zach Archer, sorry, but uh, by DQ in around twenty minutes. Then JJ Storms defeats. Julius Cannon, Eddie Jones with Dominic Knight defeats Mercury for the North Esk Championship. Dylan Daniels defeats El Hilo del Doomslayer in about 10 minutes. A 
two-on-one handicap match of Dominic Knott with Eddie Jones in his corner defeats the Bueno boys, Jose Silva and Red Hood. And in the main event, Elliot Grayson defeated Zeke and Dino. Oh, sounds like a solid card. Um, what stands out on this one? Um, for me, the two championship matches are good. Uh, TCW does seem to put a lot of high stakes in their championship matches. And the Elliot Grayson, Zicandino fight was um match was a really good um main event as well. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to say three beers. Um, they are ramping up their um schedule, so we'll see how that goes. Yep. Uh, final show of the month. I have noted here the 29th for the fifth for PWA Black Label Rookies. Rule, coaches rule. Did you happen to catch any of this? I did not know this one happened. <laughs> yeah, this one was a uh, a free event actually on uh, fight oh. for an academy show. So I'm not sure if it's uh, free for VOD or if it was just free when it was being broadcast live. Well, I'm looking at this card and I'm thinking that I probably should go back and watch it anyway because they put my girl Jessica Troy up against. My good boy, Will Cadis. <laughs> yeah. So we kicked off with a six-man tag team match of Carter Deans, Dazza, Headhunter, defeating Ben Braxton, Rita Stone, and Shay Cassidy. A non-title match of Jessica Troy with Charlie Evans in her corner defeats Will Cadis with Cherry Stevens in his corner. Tag team match of SMS, Aaron Jake, and Belinda Pierce with Unsocial Jordan in their corner defeat Back Payne. Backman and Jack Payne with Jesse Wilde in their corner. Jimmy Townsend defeats Big Sh- <laughs> Big Fudge and Jay Sorbet and Mitch Ryder in a four-way match. A tag team match of the rivalry. Mick Moretti and Robbie Eagles defeat David Streamer and Marshall Luke. A singles match of Unsocial Jordan with SMS. Uh, Aaron Jake and Belinda Pierce in his corner defeats Jack Bonzer with Kingsley in his corner. A six-man tag team match of Liebird, Lucci, and MK plus Ultra, Kai Drake and Michael Spencer defeat CJ Phoenix, Matt Diamond, and Matt Rogers. And in the main event, it is Shasa McKenzie defeating Nathan Pigeon. Ah. So what stands out here? Um... I enjoyed the um, the Shazza match. The yeah. Uh, where were we? The uh, the four way was a bit of fun. The SMS uh, Aaron Jake Blender Pierce against Back Pain was good. You're going to enjoy the Jessica Troy Will Cadis match for a ten minute match. Um, yeah, these are all all really good um fun sort of short matches. The only uh. Complaint I'd have is Shazza winning in under five minutes, but then again, it is an academy match and it is a coach against a student, so it does make sense in the grand scheme of, uh, grand scheme of things that Pigeon yeah. is still only new. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and having a singles match main event, it does give him time to shine just in that uh, that space alone. Yeah. Uh, overall, I'll say free beers. And... Thank you for pulling the Academy shows for free and not 
I think it was like eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even if you're just going to do the occasional academy show for free, that's great. If you're going to try to do an AW Plus deal where we pay a monthly fee, that'd be better because I'm not going to continue to fork out 10 bucks for academy shows going forward. And we've said this before because we'd rather spread the, uh, the love around to other promotions and shows than just spend 20 bucks on two PWA shows and then have no money for maybe a smaller show that only runs once every two or three months. Yeah. Like a Wrestle Rock or like a Tasmanian Championship Wrestling or the Kiwi companies when they get back up. Yeah. I do enjoy the the Academy shows. I always have. It's just the fact now if you're running two shows a month, it's 20 bucks for PWA and looking across the board, your uh, WWE network's about 10 bucks. Your Impact Plus is the same. Your Ring of Honor's the same. Your uh, Power, NWA's the same. Your New Japan would be the same. So, yeah, it is uh, just that that I want to see changed, if possible, or cutting the PWA show uh, like the main show down a little to make all your PWA shows the same cost, maybe. Yeah. Any other quick thoughts on that there, Alex? Uh, not in particular, yeah. It definitely seems like something I'm going to go back and check out. Uh, says here that you had a whole heap of people sort of going in and out on commentary as well. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing with the Academy shows. There's always uh, special guests on the commentary in that too. Yeah. Ah, very good. Uh, so I guess that's it for this month. Um, a few shows to look forward to next month. Uh, what was, except for that one that you said you've already watched, um, that one I may or may not re-watch the uh, PWA show with, uh, was it Rogers? Who hurt himself? Ah, uh, Diamond. Diamond. I can't remember if it was Matt Diamond or Matt Rogers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that. I might go back and watch that. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, oh, 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 wrestlers of the month. Yeah, you can go first. I'm just trying to figure mine out right now. So I'm gonna say. Lucille Brawl for my uh, women's wrestler. And then for my male wrestler. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to assume DMDU counts as part of this as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because yep. we didn't do a, a best on there. Um, so what I say? Lucille Brawl. Yep. And. Richie Taylor. Very good. Yeah, um, for my men, I'm just going to go flat out Aussie Open. Yeah. And for my for my uh, female wrestler of the month, I'm going to go Charlie Evans, who I think had a stellar run in that Juice is Worth a Squeeze tournament. Yeah, that's true too. She did have a a good run there. 
Uh, I suppose with that being said, um, where can the good humans find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. You can find us on those same platforms at, at, geez, stuff that up. Uh, you can find us. Infectious. Yeah, exactly. You can find us, uh, at wrestle Oz style with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook, search up wrestling Oz style and you can find Chris at. At I'm Chris Funder as well. You can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Weekly Wrestling Wrap, Wednesday on YouTube, or uh, using the show note link, uh, you can add us on Apple or your podcast of choice. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Hey, what's a great way to start an Aussie wrestling podcast? A 15-minute rant about Canadian wrestling family trees. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? Oh my gosh, it is the wrong country's national song. You know that we went real off the rails at the start of this episode if I'm the one being like, oi, let's talk about the thing we're meant to talk about. (laughs) Yeah.